Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, a packed one for you as we get ready for the season opener. First, it's ESPN reporter Shelly Smith, who covers the charges and brings the insight only a beat reporter can. I'm Justin Herbert, Joey Bosa, and more. Now, we did talk before Austin Eckler became a question mark for this game, so just know that. We'll get, I'll get into him in a second. Then, it's Washington safety Cam Curl on changes to his game, the three-safety alignment, Landon Collins' impact on his game, and more. Then, finally, tailgate Ted with some recipes as tailgating resumes at FedEx Field after a too-long absence. Ted said they're collecting donations, by the way, for Afghanistan refugees who live in the D.C. area. So if you're going to be attending his tailgate um, and, want to, and you can drop off an item, please do so. Maybe there's other people who can just stop by and drop one off, even if you're not going to the tailgate. Anyway, check his Twitter feed at Tailgate Ted to see what they are collecting or what they're in need of. You can read me on ESPN.com, of course. And before I play my conversations, I did want to offer a little prediction. I'm doing this every week on how I think this game might go. Just some things to watch. First, what concerns me is when I watch Washington is the urgency and tempo we saw in practices were a little bit different than the last couple of weeks. Some of that could be because we did not see entire practices. Some of this is CBA mandated with how they had practices lately. There's been three last week, three this week, not as many padded practices. Again, CBA mandated. It taints your thinking because you were watching a team that was practicing a certain tempo for about a month or so, and then it seems to have tapered off. Is that a sign of something? Is But again, if it's CBA mandated, well, then other teams are practicing this way as well. So I don't know yet what that means. I also know the Chargers didn't play anybody and didn't play their stars in the preseason. These guys did. So who knows? But I think while the players have talked a good game about understanding the process, I think we'll really learn if they did or not by how these first couple games go. And I do think a big key to the season is not even so much the first couple games, and I'll stress this, it's the last half of the season. If they win eight, nine, ten games, but they're playing really well at the end of the year, I think they're going to be very encouraged going into a, into next year in the offseason and then next year that they're headed in the right direction. This is a tough schedule. If, if Curtis, receiver Curtis Samuel does not play, and as I record this, there's reason to believe there's no reason to believe he will. And it wouldn't shock me at all to see him miss the first two games. I sure as heck figure it doesn't wouldn't shock you either. I don't think that's a death sentence for this offense. I think a bigger thing is the fact they haven't played together. Not a lot of them or not enough of them. New quarterback. But I like what they still have with Terry McLaurin, J.D. McKissick, Adam Humphreys, uh, Logan Thomas. Deami Brown, I think, will be a big help. And then Cam Sims, as well as Antonio Gibson. McLaurin's ability to play all over still makes him hard to defend, and it will so on Sunday. He was excellent out of the slot last season, in addition to outside. Keep that in mind. Deami Brown will play a role. 
when I was watching practice on Thursday, I saw a handful of guys running routes, just with quarterbacks, receivers running routes in the red zone. The receivers running it, who were they would just have one receiver out there running it with the quarterback. It was Terry McLaurin, Adam Humphreys, Deami Brown, Logan Thomas, and then a little bit of Antonio Gibson. Just keep that in mind. Not having Samuel will sting, but if Ryan Fitzpatrick has a good day, I think they ha- they certainly have enough. I'm concerned about the starting offensive line. Outside of Joey Bosa, the Chargers, though, aren't loaded with pass rushers. Perhaps Jerry Tiller on the interior and Shelly Smith and I will get into him in a minute. I like how Sam Cosme has developed a right tackle, but facing Bosa is different. He's faced Montez Sweat and Chase Young, of course, but this is going to be an elite-level pass rusher who he is not used to seeing. There's a difference, and he's going to be facing a lot of Bosa. And I want to see if Charles Leno can play a solid left tackle um, opposite Cosme. So I think there's a lot to learn about this offense, and we're, we're going to see. The main reason I'm picking Washington is because of the questions surrounding Eckler's health. And he's, he's missed two straight practices because of his hamstring. But the word out of L.A. is that he, they're optimistic about his chances. If he plays and is healthy all game, I think the Chargers win. But will that happen? He missed six games last year because of hamstring issues. Also, the Chargers have four new offensive linemen, including a rookie in Rashawn Slater, whom I really like, but who hasn't played meaningful snaps since 2019 at Northwestern. By the way, he did an excellent job against Chase Young in their one meeting. I think Slater's style of play, he's very technically sound, um, but also outstanding with his hands. It makes him a tough matchup for Young. But Young has also progressed quite a bit since then, and so we'll see. How soon does this offensive line mesh? Does Brian Belaga's back injury flare up at all? It's a new staff with a new system. They didn't play their starters in the preseason. Justin Herbert was excellent last year, but as Pete Haley mentioned in practice on Thursday, this is going to be his first road game with the Pac Stadium. And I wonder how that impacts him on third down where he was good last year. If there's no Eckler, this game tilts in Washington favor, or if he's not 100%, I think um, I picked them 23-21. But to be honest, my confidence meter, meter on this one is rather low. I just think they might be getting the Chargers at the right time with also, also a new staff, new offense, a um, lot of new parts on that offensive line. Maybe this is a good time to be getting them. Okay, that's it for me. Now it's time for my conversation with ESPN Shelly Smith, the vibe from L.A. and why she loves Justin Herbert. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Football is back, so you need to get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings didn't forget about current customers. All customers can participate in DraftKings week one no-brainer. For opening night, all customers can double their money as long as Tampa Bay doesn't lose by 74 points. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KIND to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code KIND, K-E-I-M, to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. All right, Shelly. Well, let's start with the most important position because that's all anybody wants to talk about. And mine, my position. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Not the most important. Well, I I wish I was. I'm not even the most important in my house, so it's you know. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, when it comes to these games, it's always quarterback, and it's funny because and I wrote a story earlier this week about them choosing Chase Young over Justin Herbert. Would you would they do it again, etc. Justin Herbert's really good, so I'm just curious. He's learning new offense. What what have what stood out for you in covering Justin um, since he came in? He's a terrible interview. <laughs> he's a wonderful quarterback and not getting enough attention because he's not a very good interview. And he what he does is he says all the right things all the time. You know, I asked him. I said, "What would it mean to you to be the first quarterback to pass for six thousand yards?" Well, we're just trying to win the games, you know, and it, it's, it's, and you're like, okay, yeah, 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 whatever. But he is a fabulous quarterback and he's so smart. He won the academic Heisman, the equivalent of the academic Heisman. He was, a, he would be in medical school right now if he wasn't throwing footballs. Wow. He's very smart. His family is very smart and there are a lot of fun. His family is a lot of fun. I was up at his golf tournament and his mom and dad were hoots and, and, <laughs> Justin was just as boring as could be, but he was, he played along. He was a good egg, but he's, um, he's very smart and he's really picked up the coverage. He's had, you know, I think four or five different offensive coordinators in the last four years, four or five yeah. years. So he's been able to pick up things really quickly. And I think Joe Lombardi has meshed enough of last year with this year. So it's been a lot, a little easier for him, but um, he's good. And that's what I was going to ask you because it is a new system. It's hard to do that in your second year, especially coming off the year he had. So how has he handled that? Extremely well. And I said, if he doesn't get the second year yips, he'll be good. And right. he still, he could get the second year yips, but I don't think he's the kind of person that will because he doesn't do anything that's out of step or out of line. And he's just very athletic. Uh, he's got a great arm. He's got a great sense for the feel of the game of where to go and what to do. And he has great teammates. His teammates have been fabulous and his receivers probably among the best in the league. Yeah. They're really good. Did he surprise you last year? Oh my God. Yes. I'm sitting in the press box and, I, and I'm looking and, and I'm, and I'm, it was my very first game. And I was with um, the guy who I replaced because he went to the Dodgers. Right. And so I, I didn't really have to do anything. So I was looking through the binoculars and I'm like, oh my gosh. I said, Justin Herbert is gonna start. And he's and he goes, No, no, no way. And I said, Yeah. And all of a sudden Herbert's in the huddle and he plays the whole game and we are befuddled. And, and of course, be, being that it's COVID, we couldn't, you know, go down right. and ask right. questions. You know, it was terrible. 
um, but, but he performed so well and we were so impressed by him. And then it happened the next week and then it happened the next week. And then Anthony Lynn decided enough of this BS, let's, let's make him the starter. And so I felt bad for Tyrod Taylor because he'd worked so hard, but he'll be all right. I think he's, <laughs> he's he seems to have rebounded okay and he'll you know actually I'm not sure he's in a better situation but at least he'll be able to play a lot so right right yeah exactly. there, there so it, it was amazing one of the other things that you've written about is the retooled offensive line and they had to retool that offensive line oh. and they Corey Lindsley comes in Rashawn Slater's drafted how has their line looked this summer Tremendous. I mean, Corey Lindsley is a bargain and a half, and they got lucky with Rashawn, or Rashawn, I always say Rashawn, I don't know why. Rashawn, <laughs> they got lucky with him because everyone seems to think that he's better than uh, the guy from Oregon. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Penny, Penny, yeah. And they say that Slater is was a bargain. They got lucky. He had a little bit of a back injury earlier, but he's fine and he's ready to go, and they're, they're They've really done things differently with this team as far as conditioning. They have an activation period every start of every practice for about a half hour. Mm -hmm. They're stretching and doing stuff that I could do, which is, well, not all of it, but some of it. Um, you know, with medicine balls and right. roll it rollers, and I can't do the rollers, but um, they've really taken good care of these guys. and. Even Joey Bosa said yesterday he feels the best he's ever felt at the start of a season, not the start of his seventh season, but the wow. start of a season. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, guys who have been hurt, like um, Derwin James, who missed all of last season because he was hurt, feels tremendous. And everybody is refreshed and they just had two, three days off. And so they're ready to go. They're ready to start playing and hitting some people other than their own people. Brandon Staley, new coach coming in. And before I ask this question, I have to tell you, my niece, my niece, my cousin's son played for him in college at John Carroll. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So and he loved him. So I'm curious what kind of impact he has made. And you've written about the vibe in camp being different. How so? Anthony Lynn is one of the nicest people I've ever met. He is nice and sweet and soft-spoken and, and everything you could ever want, but he wasn't energetic. Mm. He didn't have the energy that Brandon Staley brought in immediately. Let's, let's do it, let's get it in there. Let's. That along with the activation period has really made a change. His energy and the energy of the staff who are all younger than he is, I believe, except for mm. like Griff Smith or um, Giff Smith, uh, are all younger than Brandon. And so it's hard not to feel the energy. In fact, I write faster. No, I don't. I, <laughs> but people, um, Joey Bosa said, he goes, you know, if, he goes, if the ball comes to me, he goes, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to run. And you're going to see a speed you've never seen from me. And I said, faster or slower? And he said, faster. <laughs> and I said, well, that's a good thing. Um, so everybody's fired up to see this team, I, what's going to be interesting is to see what the defense actually is right. because we haven't seen much. So we know it's going to be a three, four sometimes and a four, three sometimes and a whatever, some other time, you know, but we don't know exactly what the rhyme or rhythm of, of it is, but we know that Derwin James is going to be the leader of the defense. He is a stud and a half. Yeah. He's calling the plays and he's running the whole show. So it'll be fun. That, that guy is really fun when he's healthy. And this team wanted him a few. There was a guy that was high. Oh, they, did? Oh, they, they did. Some people here really, really liked him. And 
Yes. So, is, and I guess the, the whole thing for him is, can he stay healthy? But how are they going to use him? Are they going to use him all over like they have in the past? I, I have no idea. I asked him, yeah. where are you going to be? He said, wherever the ball is. And I said, okay, <laughs> fine, fine. You know, but how am I supposed to follow you? And he goes, just watch. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's going to be everywhere. And I said, are you going to be at D-line? He goes, you never know. Might be, <laughs> might be. But he's going to be at safety. He's going to be at corner. He's going to be uh, wherever they tell him to go. And it's a very specific role, although it's not specific enough to tell us what right, it is. Right. And that, that mystery. Yeah. I, and I guess it's the same thing with Bosa, because if it's a 3-4 versus 4-3, right. is he going to be up? Is he going to be down? How is he? Because rushing when you're up versus down is a difference for these guys when you're used yeah. to it. How is, he, how is he kind of talked about his role? And what does he say? Well, he was talking a good game at the beginning of training camp, saying, well, by the end of training camp, I'll have it all down but I don't know that he does. Mm -hmm. He was saying yesterday, well, I'm pretty good standing up, but I don't know. He prefers mm -hmm. to be down, but if he has to stand up, he will. So I think he's, it's just a learning process. And it's, I think that's going to be the most fun part. Well, one of the most fun parts of the game, he'll be watching what they do on defense. Sure. Cause there's a lot to learn. I think that's an advantage for them. And the fact that they didn't play their starters or at least, I mean, I, did they play any starters in the preseason? Uh, very few. Slater played like the first game. He, he was on the first drive and it ended up being the longest drive of the entire <laughs> season. It was 21 plays and he wow. was in all of them. So then he, that's why he set out the second game and the third game. But he, he was very good. Slater is very good at left tackle. And um, I think he's going to continue to be good. So well, the, the funny thing is, because usually, you know, people get if you don't see the starters in there, Fans kind of get like, well, they need to see more. They need to see more. And so many coaches have gone away from that. And I know Sean McVay went away from that. And that's Brandon was there in L.A. So with Sean. But what was the reasoning behind that? Was it, you know, and, and that's it's an unusual it's an unusual preseason anymore for a lot of these teams. So I know I, I think it was all about health and not wanting anyone to get hurt needlessly which I understand doesn't make any sense why Rashawn Slater was in the first drive, except they wanted, I think they wanted to get him some game experience. Right. Um, everybody stayed healthy. It's pretty amazing. Big key, the big key in the NFL. It is. And looking at that defense then, because we know about Bosa, we know about Derwin James. Some of the other questions, you lose, they lose Melvin Ingram. Can Jerry Tillery be that second pass rusher? And then you also have, a couple other um, you know, linebackers, uh, other pass rushers that could emerge. Who, how did Tillery look and who's kind of winning at – and I know you wrote about who might start at the other spot, but how is that spot looking? Tillery looks like a different person. <laughs> he, hmm. he acts like a different person. I think he is a different person. Nobody really liked him much last year in the media because he was a terrible interview, hmm. terrible Zoom interview. And all of a sudden he's blossomed hmm. and he's funny and he's – energetic and he's he's like a different like somebody flipped a switch behind his head and he's looked good Uchenna Nwosu has looked good and I want I'm glad you put it because I was going to ask you how to I wasn't sure how to pronounce that name so that's why I saved it for yeah. you yeah well thank you thank you so much John uh Uchenna is he's solid um but I think Tillery is going to be really key he says he spent all summer in Hawaii he said he feels the fastest and the strongest he's ever felt Really, and I'm like, yeah. So, and he's he's a big guy, but he's not. He is. Big, big, big. He's just big. 
See, I went to my family and I went to Hawaii a few years ago. I did not come back faster. So next time I go, I'm going to have to see what he did so I can come back a little faster. You track shoes. I did bring them, but that, you know, I guess just walking on a volcano is not going to make you faster. So probably other things you have to, probably other things you have to do. So are you, are you optimistic? Because the, the Chargers are a team that a lot of people kind of, they're like, you know, and the same with Washington, where it's like, they could be really good if, where are you at with how good this team can be? Well, I'm the eternal optimist. So I'm, I'm saying they're going 17 and 0 and going to. <laughs> so there you have it. I mean, I'm not. Why would I back off that? You know, these are the guys yeah, I'm sure. Why not? Every day. So what the heck? You know, I'm going to say all the things they want to hear. <laughs> it, but but are you, do you see them? Because you do. I think in your bold prediction, you did think that they would make the playoffs yeah, and possibly win the division. That's a good division. I think they will make the playoffs maybe as a wild card, but I don't, I don't want to jinx it. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to downplay them because I think they're really good and I don't think they're getting enough credit. What is it that you think well, this will be the last thing for me, Shelly. Yeah. I appreciate you joining me, but what is yeah. it that you think people are missing when it comes to the chargers? How good Herbert is. Herbert makes that whole thing go. And he's so smart. Like I said, and he makes the whole thing go and the receivers listen to him hmm. and everybody Big. listens to him and the camaraderie already is there. They had some last year, but this year it's even more. But you, you know what's funny about I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, what's no. funny about that is that one of the questions about him coming out of college was leadership skills. No, he's he's definitely a leader. He's a quiet leader, and he leads by example more so than by words. But mm. he's the one hosting barbecues for these guys and and grilling up a storm. He's he's very good at brisket. I'm told. I well, been over. But. I'm going to have to have him on my podcast then because that's that's one of my favorite. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to make. So that would, and he, I, but yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't brought any for the media yet, huh? No, I don't know what, you know, he, his very first day at training camp when there were fans, he went along the line and high-fived everybody. He wasn't supposed to do that. He's supposed to say 10 feet away and right. all that. He just paid no attention to that at all. And he goes, I'm sorry. We're like, okay. Well, and you know, the funny thing is, I apologize. I said the last thing, but no. Other guys we haven't mentioned, you know, you have some, like you said, some really good receivers, Keenan Allen, and then you have Austin Eckler. How, what are you anticipating from those guys in particular? Who'd you say first? Um, Keenan. Oh, Keenan, Keenan Allen. Yeah. I think I saw Keenan yesterday and he, he's just a happy, great guy. And Austin Eckler is going to be a, um, a force to be reckoned with. He yeah. got hurt last year and he spent so much time in the weight room, the rehab, process he spent a lot of time with Derwin James who that you can imagine how that would rub off on you hmm. and uh I think he's going to be tough tough to bring down either running or receiving Shelly thank you very much great information appreciate John, it you're the best I appreciate it see you this weekend all right thanks have a good trip you too thank you after this break I'll be back with Washington safety cam curl I can't believe how he likes his steak cooked when he goes out with the defensive backs Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
The season is starting and Prosper Insurance is helped to stock you up on your favorite Washington football team gear by offering a $25 gift card to the NFL shop when you get a home and auto quote with them. You don't even have to buy a policy to get the $25 gift card, though the savings will be worth it. I can tell you from experience, the quote I received was $2,000 less than my previous insurer. It might not be like that for everyone, but why not find out? Finding the right insurance can be a pain, but Prosper makes it easy while providing great service and advice. Their licensed advisors shop the market with top companies like Allstate, Nationwide, Progressive, Travelers, and more to find you the perfect coverage at a great rate, which helps explain why Prosper has more than 1,000 five-star reviews on Google. You have nothing to lose. Simply visit prosper.insurance slash kind to get your quote and a $25 gift card. That's prosper.insurance slash kind, K-E-I-M. This offer is good from August 29th to September 12th. You know what else is cool? They plant a tree for every policy they write. That's more than 66,000 trees and counting. Get ready to feel good about your insurance. Welcome back. Now here's my conversation with Washington Safety Cam Curl. Well, I'm just curious for you, coming into year two, how different do you feel compared to last year? Even at the end of last year, because you were playing really well. Uh, I really just feel like a smarter football player, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a more seasoned football player than last year, uh, being having that, all that experience from playing and starting. So it's just, I feel better, really, overall. When you have Landon back, you have Bobby out there, I've seen a lot of three safety looks out there. How much of a valuable piece of this defense can that three safety look be? It can be a real valuable piece, you know, just having us three on the field. You know, we're all smart. We all know what we're looking for. You know, we all can play off each other. So we like it out there. You know, us three, we like it out there. It's just we're going to see how many times uh, we're going to be out there together. What's the advantage of that look? Um, really, they, they don't know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? All of us can blitz. All of us can play high. All of us can play in the box. So they really don't know what's coming or how, we, how we're going to come. And then you were you working a lot. We saw you dropping back, free safety a lot. And I know we've talked to you about this before. How comfortable do you feel in that role? Uh, I feel real comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Just getting those reps in uh, during training camp and learning stuff from Bobby and the other guys, you know what I'm saying? I feel real comfortable. What is it that, because again, you you know, your background in college, you played corner, you played all, what, how did that background help you for that kind of a situation? Um, it helped me a lot, just being flexible and being able to play most positions and knowing uh, stuff, you know, knowing techniques from all those positions, you know, it helped me a lot. And then you guys, you have a quarterback like Justin Herbert this week. What have been your, what's been your take of him, studying him from last year? Uh, we know he can sling it, you know what I'm saying? We know he's a smart quarterback. You know, we just go out there, can't make mistakes, you know what I'm saying? We can't just give him easy easy things to, uh, to add on to and develop on and get his mojo going. So just going out there and playing hard and taking all the stuff away that uh, he's going to be looking for. Why was he good on third downs last year, do you think? Um, I feel like he's, last year, you know, he was a rookie, but I feel like he was one of the smarter rookie quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying? Just him having that uh, that knowledge in the quarterback uh, quarterback room and stuff, it's, it helped him a lot. But I feel like I feel like we, we can uh, get the bigger hand. And then for you, when you talk, see the difference in your game, what are some of the little things that you can do now or that you're seeing now that you weren't last year? Um, Like formation stuff. You know what I'm saying? Letting the formation tell me what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Seeing where certain receivers, certain guys uh, that I like to go to, where they're at. 
you know what I'm saying? And then just getting deeper, deeper more in the film, you know what I'm saying? Getting deeper in the film is helping me a lot. And how do you see that? How have you seen that even in practice or even in preseason games? How did you see that helping you? What Were there plays that you were making or taking away because of that? Uh, yeah, you know, just I'm out there anticipating stuff more, you know what I'm saying? Probably getting a break a step quicker because I know what's coming, you know what I'm saying? Just stuff like that. And how is Landon being back? You know, I know there was a lot of talk about, oh, you know, who's going to play this? But how has he helped you being back? Uh, he helped me a lot. I feel like he's helped me ever since I got here, you know what I'm saying? But being back, him being on the field and him going out there, like, he'll come off the field and I'll ask him what he's seen. You know, same thing with Bobby, you know what I'm saying? Like, what y'all was in, what did you see right there? So just that part of the game, you know, helped me a lot. Did you miss – I know, he, you know, he was there for part of it, and you certainly developed on your own pretty well, but did you miss having a guy out there like that? Um, I mean, a guy like him, yeah, but I don't think – I had, you know, I had DeShazer of Everett out there. I had Reeves out there, older guys, guys who are older than me who helped me. You know what I'm saying? They played a big part in my development last season. So those guys right there helped me. What is it for – when you look at a guy like Landon, he's, you know, a guy who's had a good career so far, done pretty well. What is it that stands out about him when you say, this is why this guy's good? Um, the way he attacks, you know what I'm saying? Like he uh, – I think he said earlier, he's trying to show that he's the best safety in the league, you know. So the way he attacked training camp, the way he's coming and practicing every day, you know, it's just – it's like you can't help but follow that lead, you know what I'm saying, if you want to be the type of guy he is, the type of the type of money he makes. You know? <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's, that's pretty good money. What is it – how is it that when you say he, the way he attacks it, what little things that he do – does he do that you say, oh, that's a good thing to emulate? I'm really like coming in, you know, I come in here, he's in here early, you know what I'm saying? He's just, and the defensive wise, he knows what everybody's doing on the defense. You know what I'm saying? He can call stuff out, he'll call stuff out that he sees, you know what I'm saying? But like the mental game, his his mental game is good, like probably, if not better than his uh, physical game. Do you like, there's a, you guys have a lot of really good quarterbacks on the schedule this year. Do you like that? Uh, yeah, I do. You know, it's going to show us where we are as a defense, you know, and, uh, just going against those uh, great quarterbacks, the best quarterbacks in the league, you know, is going to make us better. Do you talk about that at all? Uh, we haven't talked about probably anybody else uh, on the schedule except for uh, who we're playing this week. Uh, but we know we know what the schedule looks like. So we know we're going to have to come with it. So it's nothing different. And then William Jackson was telling us how you guys like to go out to Ruth's Chris, mm-hmm. go out for some fellowship and have a how – how important is that? I feel like it's real important, you know what I'm saying, to be – I feel like to be a family in the building, you got to be a family outside of the building, too. You know what I'm saying? You can't just come here and fake it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, we got that going this Friday, tomorrow. So, just uh, getting time to bond with the guys before the first game is going to be nice. How have you seen that helping you, even in practice? I feel like it helped a lot. You know, we're out there comfortable with each other, talking to each other. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's normal. Like, we talk to each other off the field. So, on the field, you know, it's, it's nothing different. And then his go-to stick is a filet mignon. What's yours? Oh, I'd probably say that. I don't even, I don't like uh, rare, though. I'd probably do medium well. Oh, see, see, he said medium well, too. And I put, I actually tweeted that, and people were killing him for it. So you guys are both medium well. Yeah, I can't do all the pink. I'll do a little bit. Okay. All right, okay. Well, I guess, you know, I will say when I was younger, mm-hmm. I was probably more medium to medium well, older. I like a little bit more red. I got you. Okay, so that's pretty good. Um, So, again, like, is there, you know, how have you seen that bond develop? Is you guys, like, who gets ragged on out there when you guys are in there? Who gets ragged on the most? Uh, I feel like it's equal. You know, we all going to find some stuff on each other that uh, we'll call out. You know what I'm saying? That's how 
that's the good part about it. It's not just one dude who's going to take all, who's taking it all, you know what I'm saying? We all do it. So, like, we don't take it personally or anything. That's how you know, like, we uh, we really vibe with each other. Last thing, what are your expect expectations for yourself and for this defense? Uh, for myself, I just want to improve on everything last year, you know what I'm saying, get better than I did last year, probably, like, in all the stats, stats-wise. But the defense, I feel like expectations, top five defense, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if we don't get that, it's a bust because we got the talent to be that, you know what I'm saying? We just got to play our game and play smart. Thanks, Cam. Thank you. Appreciate it. After this break, it's time for some food talk with Tailgate Ted. Check out his menu for Sunday and get ready to jot down a churro recipe. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back. Now here's Tailgate Ted. All right, Ted, well, let's start with, first of all, I know you've been back to FedEx since the pandemic and all that, but this is the first real game. First time to tailgate before a real game again. What's, I mean, what's that going to mean to you and to the people that you're with? I, I might shed a tear. I'm Maybe. not going to lie. When I get out there for the first time Sunday morning, it's going to be a reunion, if you will, of my Burgundy and Gold family that I haven't seen some since December 2019 when we played the wow. Giants. I mean, we have fans coming in from all over the country that this is their first chance to get back because they couldn't go to the Giants game last year because it was so limited or they haven't been to that practice that was at the stadium just because they're not local. So it doesn't right. make sense for them to fly in just for that. It's cool. And it's funny because you it's, it's as a reporter, it's just nice to see people again because it adds so much to the atmosphere and, I will say, like last year was nice for the first week to have a really good parking spot. I was front row and it was great. And then you realize, like, the reason why you have that is because there are no fans here. And I'll take the fans all every day of the week. So, but I would imagine for you, you know, the community forms and and you want to continue that. And it's hard to not have that. It, it really is. I mean, we obviously have social media. Where we're able to keep in touch with each other. But this past year has affected each of us in a different way. And being able to come together, this fan base has always been very close. And being able to come together physically now, it's just gonna make that first game back at FedEx mean that much more. There you go. And so the, the lore of all this too is the food. And you put out your menu for that first game. And <laughs> I, so, I might, I might have to sneak over there because this is pretty good. Um, so, first of all, how do you come up with a menu for the game? Do you, do you plan it around who they're playing? How do you come up with the menu? Each game, we plan it based upon the team that's coming to visit, just because we don't want to eat the same things week in, week out. So, over the past two decades that I've been doing this, it's always based upon the team coming to town. I was doing my research for the Chargers and then had to remind myself that they're based out of L.A. now, not San right. Diego. So change that a little bit. But, you know, 
in the past, when the Patriots came to town, I had, I think it was about 100 plus lobsters flown in the night before. Oh, and the Saints come to town. I've got some boudin sausage that's going to be coming up this year, flown in fresh from New Orleans. So I always like to gear it towards that team that's visiting because it gets us a chance to really try new cuisine. But also we kind of take a bite out of them in the parking lot before we do it out in the field. There, there you go. So what of, of the... Of the, the, of the menu, what are some of the things that you're most excited about making? Well, I'm looking forward to the In-N-Out animal-style French fries. A lot of people haven't had a chance to go out there. So being able to kind of do a spin on In-N-Out dishes, just because you're not allowed to have those on the East Coast, they don't freeze any of their stuff. It's all fresh. So we're going to do some fresh French fries out there, In-N-Out animal-style. And I'm looking forward to cranking up the sous vide again. It's been some time. So we're going to be doing some sous vide carnitas. So some pulled pork carnitas oh. at a taco bar out there. See, and that's like the carnitas are my, it's when I, when I go, if I'm going to Mexican restaurant, it is a lot that I'm getting that because that's my favorite. So, um, so are you going to save me some? <laughs> I will make you okay. a tray to take into right. the stadium with you to make everybody else jealous. That's not a problem. So how do you, you know, with, with the carnitas, is it, I mean, what, what do you, you're doing a sous vide. So what, what, uh, what's the, what do you, how long is that going to take you? What, what's the, is there a different recipe that you're using for it or. So I have one that I've kind of really, I guess, finalized over the years, but at 165 degrees for 36 hours, I'll take some pork shoulder, season it with some cumin, salt, pepper, paprika. And I'll also put some moho liquid inside the oh. sous vide bag vacuum seal it and then cook that with an immersion circulator for 36 hours so i'll fire everything friday night at about 7 p.m that way it'll be nice and ready to pull at 7 a.m sunday morning stick it in the car and then start shredding some pork once i get out there that is awesome um you also have the in and out style burgers what if somebody wanted to make the in and out style burgers on their own what would they do so it's fresh patties, not frozen. But if you can't find fresh, don't stress. The big thing is season the patty, cook it on one side. And then before you flip the patty, hit it with some yellow mustard. Mm. And then spread that yellow mustard on that patty before you flip it. And then let it cook with the yellow mustard down. And it forms a crust underneath. And that's where they get a lot of their flavor. And it just basic yellow mustard, basic yellow mustard, nothing super fancy. I, I wish I could say it was something extra special. I will throw some dizzy pig raising the steaks on top of it just because I want a little more seasoning. Okay. But no, that's what in and out does. They just do yellow mustard when they're cooking their patties on that griddle. All right. And, and to me, a big star here, and this is, I think you may have even tweeted a picture of this, the cinnamon sugar churros. How do you, how, what's, what's, what do you, how do you make those? So I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit there. I'm going to be going to Restaurant Depot and they have some churro mix where I'm going to be able to grab that. And I have a deep fryer, actually two deep fryers that we run at the tailgate constantly. And I'm going to be deep frying some churros on site and then just letting them soak in that cinnamon and sugar after the fact once they come out that fryer and chop them up and put them right on that line. How long do they have to stay in the fryer? Uh, about 365 degrees, really not that long, just maybe two to three minutes, depending on how hot that guy's going, and until they start to float. And these are, I assume these are the, the um, 
you know, if you're on a diet, these are the ones that are good for you, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, they're sugar free. <laughs> Which is kind of hard to be when they're cinnamon sugar churros. So, <laughs> but it, but that sounds really good. So, how much fun do you have putting together these menus because of that? This must, you know, for somebody who loves food like this, it's it's got to in you know increase maybe your knowledge of everything and and other things you want to try. I've really missed it. I, I haven't really cooked the past year just because I haven't had any inspiration. I haven't had a need to cook for anybody, you know, shout out to Mrs. Tailgate because she's been doing a majority <laughs> of it. But I, I feel like I'm kind of getting back to my roots, if you will. And it's giving me a chance to really explore that, I guess, culinary side of my being that I haven't had a chance to. And just for people listening, you have appetizers, sides, entrees, and the dessert. How many people will be as part, as part of your tailgate? So we're limiting attendance this year just kind of for COVID safety. We don't want 500 people all bunched up. In the past, the most we've had out there is 600 on a game day. This year, we're limiting it to about 200 people. Okay. Well, very good. Ted, I hope you have a really good time, and I hope people enjoy the food. I'm sure they will. John, thank you for having me on. And you know, if you get a chance, stop on by, and I'll make sure to get you a tray to take with you. I, I will definitely try to do that. Thank you, Ted. Take care. That's it for this episode. Thanks to Shelly, Cam, and Ted for joining me. And thank you for listening. It's been a long offseason, folks, and it's time for some real football games. I'll be back with another episode after Sunday's game against the Chargers. Talk to you next time.